We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Man, Chiefs Kingdom, we've got a good video for you today. We saw the return of one key member of the Chiefs defense. The cornerbacks as a group were getting after it up in St. Joe today. And we've got all the highlights, plus a look at the first unofficial depth chart of the year for the Chiefs. And we've got some nuggets from the pressers after practice. Pound that like and subscribe button right now if that sounds like something you'd be interested in watching today. And that is today on KCSN Update, presented by DraftKings. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts or on our YouTube channel, all over social media, or our morning newsletter, KCSN Daily, dedicated to your Kansas City Chiefs. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by M-Prize Bank, your partner in possible Cornerback Rashad Fenton came off the pup list and practiced today for the Chiefs for the first time since his off-season shoulder surgery. The 2019 sixth-round pick out of South Carolina has played in 42 games in his first three seasons, picking up 99 tackles and a couple of interceptions, heading into what should be a breakout season for the young cornerback. Huge opportunity for Fenton this season. And speaking of young corners, Trent McDuffie perhaps had his best day of camp thus far, and we've got it all for you right around the corner. But first, a word from DraftKings. Kansas, DraftKings Sportsbook is coming to the Sunflower State. It won't be long until you can bet on all your favorite sports from the comfort of your own home. To celebrate, all new customers will receive $100 in free bets when you sign up using code KCSN. Plus, one lucky customer will win a $100,000 free bet. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you $100 in free bets just for signing up today. No deposit required. Soon, you'll be able to bet on money lines, spreads, props, and more with one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, DraftKings Sportsbook. Plus, you'll be able to be entered to win a $100,000 free bet when you sign up. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code KCSN to get $100 in free bets to use once mobile sports betting hits Kansas. Plus, one customer will win a $100,000 free bet. That's code KCSN 
only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 1-800-522-4700. Must be 21 years old, physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DraftKings.com sportsbook. Subject to regulatory licensing requirements, one per customer, $100 issued as four $25 free bets. No purchase necessary for sweepstake void were prohibited. Ends first day DraftKings is allowed to operate in Kansas. See terms at DraftKings.com slash Kansas. Before we break down the Chiefs' first depth chart a little bit, let's take a look at the highlights from today's Chiefs camp practice up in St. Joe. Now, there's only one more practice with fans this week before the first preseason game on Saturday against the Chicago Bears. Great that football is almost here. Now, the guys are off on Wednesday and Friday, and the cornerbacks were taking advantage of the cooler temperatures by bringing some heat of their own, including the return of Rashad Fenton, who we mentioned earlier, who looks pretty healthy on this rep right here. And while Juju Smith-Schuster got the best of him with the touchdown, you can't complain about that coverage. That's not bad by any means, especially for a guy just getting back into the swing of things in his first practice. Now, Fenton will be counted on this season, and this is a huge opportunity for him. And again, that young cornerback going into a contract year has got a great opportunity to step up, be a key member of this Chiefs defense. Now, another guy who will be counted on this season is Legereus Sneed, who, let's be honest, got away with a blatant pass interference right here on this rep, but maybe the ref didn't see it. And maybe other team was out of challenges. Maybe, you know, we've seen worse calls. I mean, we are Chiefs fans after all, and forward progress will never not be top of mind for most Chiefs fans whenever a uh, bad call is mentioned, at least not for this Chiefs fan. But if you're going to get a penalty and make a play, best to make it a sick one-handed catch uh, and make it a highlight reel, which is something that still happened. It was still awesome to watch. All right, here's a look at rookie fourth-round pick Josh Williams in coverage on Marquez Valdez-Scantling, and this one was legit. A nice interception in the end zone as the young DB did a great job locating the ball and making a play. But the performance of the day should probably go to Chiefs first-round pick Trent McDuffie, who continues his solid camp and had his best day thus far on Tuesday, and that included a couple of nice reps going up against McCole Hardman. The first one you see right here is McDuffie's feel for the position, his ability to turn and locate the football like we just talked about with Williams a minute ago. But the one thing us amateur scouts would always complain about with past Chiefs cornerbacks is not getting their head around and locating the ball when the ball is on the way. Not an issue here with McDuffie. And then again, on the very next play, McDuffie finds himself in great position on the inside and gets his head around again to try and make a play on the ball. Encouraging day from the young defensive back who was looking like a starter halfway through his rookie camp. And his most impactful play and something we've seen throughout camp from him right here, going at the ball and knocking it loose and causing a takeaway for the Chiefs defense. He gets it away from Marquez Valdez-Scantling. These are just the kind of things that you love to see. And speaking of things you love to see that aren't really real quite yet, just like these training camp top plays, the Chiefs released their first depth chart of the season. Now, it's important to note that the coaching staff nor the scouting staff, they don't make these depth charts. Uh, it's unofficial. It's very unofficial and could change at any time. But it does give us something to talk about, and we can visually start to see where the Chiefs roster would shape up as they try and narrow down this to the top 53 players before the end of the preseason. And luckily, we've got these nice, pretty graphics for you so you can visualize and start to see how the roster is coming together. So let's start with the Chiefs offense, which according to this depth chart right here, begins in 11 personnel with three receivers, a tight end, 
a running back, quarterback, and five offensive linemen as starters. But the first team includes Juju Smith-Schuster, McCole Hardman, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling at the three receiver spots. The GOAT at tight end, Clyde Edwards-Elair in the backfield, Mahomes edging out Chad Henney under center, and the offensive line that we expected. Orlando Brown Jr. at left tackle, and then Joe Tooney, Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, and then on the right side, Andrew Wiley. Now, a few interesting notes here if you're looking in-depth at the Chiefs' uh, offense in this first depth chart. Uh, Justin Watson being listed ahead of Cornell may be a surprise to some, but if you've seen the splits of reps up at camp, not too surprising there. Darius Fountain listed ahead of Josh Gordon. Noah Gray ahead of Jody Fortson, who is injured right now and might be playing into that. And then Isaiah Pacheco listed as the fourth running back, even though he's listed as the number one kick returner. We have been talking about the running back position on this video and on the network for a while. Uh, and last year, the Chiefs kept three running backs, something to note, a fullback, two quarterbacks, five receivers, four tight ends, and 10 offensive linemen for their 25 on that side of the ball. We've been talking, again, about the running backs group all camp. Are they going to keep four? And if they do that, are they only going to keep three tight ends, maybe nine offensive linemen, six receivers? It's really a numbers game at this point. Uh, let me know in the comments where you think the Chiefs end up on the offensive side of the ball uh, with the 25 guys. And they generally with 53, 25 on each side, plus three specialists. Let me know who you think the 25 will be on the offensive side, particularly at those groups. Now, taking a quick look at the specialist, nothing too surprising here. Based on what we've already seen and heard, uh, Justin Reed made a late push for Butker's spot, but a rough attempt on Tuesday, by all reports, may have done him in after a viral video of Justin Reed banging one from 60-plus for a field goal that made its rounds across the interwebs over the last couple of days. Uh, but moving along to the defense here, how things shake out right now on this depth chart. One note here is Rashad Fenton was listed at the bottom, probably because he wasn't practicing and just came off of uh, the pup list. So expect that to change next week going into their second preseason game when they put out a new depth chart. Uh, but the one that really jumps out here uh, to some might be Mike Dana holding that starting spot right now over rookie George Karloftis. Now, again, this doesn't mean anything. Uh, we've talked about it recently on this show. Uh, your top defensive linemen barely play over 50% of the snaps anyways. Those guys are rotating. Uh, so starting positions really don't matter. Um, but it's interesting nonetheless uh, when you look at you know, the fact that Trent McDuffie is listed as a starter. But joining Dana are Derek Nottie, Chris Jones, and Frank Clark up front with Elijah Lee, Nick Bolton, and Willie Gay starting at linebacker. Uh, with Lee in there and Leo Chanel playing the same position on paper. But when you look at those guys, they're two different kinds of players. So I wouldn't look too much into this. Uh, both Lee and Chanel are great chess pieces for Steve Spagnuolo. And it's good to have guys who can do different things, have different body types and skill sets, so you have a better chance to match up from week to week as you face offenses that have different kinds of skill guys. You want to be able to match up with a lot of people. Now, Thornhill and Reed listed as, listed as the two starters at safety, and perhaps another small surprise is DiCaprio Boodle listing, listed ahead of Lonnie Johnson, but we know Dave Tobe has spoke highly of Boodle in the past, and Johnson is a player a lot of us have heard of just because of his time playing against the Chiefs over the past few years with the Texans and again that could change but interesting notes right there just mentioned McDuffie already listed as the starter at cornerback opposite Legereus Sneed which makes sense based on how he's performing and we've got Rashad Fenton back in the mix where do they go inside outside kind of depends on uh, what position group they're in but still a rookie getting a first team nod on the first depth chart for McDuffie which is noteworthy now, last year, the Chiefs kept 25 guys on defense on the initial cutdown, and that included four defensive tackles, five defensive ends, six linebackers, six cornerbacks, and four safeties. 
what changes this year? Do you see those numbers switching around any bit? Uh, if you do, let me know in the comments what you're thinking and how the defense shapes up in those 25 spots. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And finally, here's a recap of today's pressers from Chiefs camp. All the assistant coaches spoke as well as assistant general manager Mike Borgonzi. Here's what Borgonzi had to say after Chiefs camp today. How's it going? Good to see everybody. It's great to be back up at training camp here. Uh, you know, the energy's been high. I think the competition's been great so far. Um, this is my 14th training camp that I've had the privilege to be a part of with the Chiefs. I was part of the original team that came up here in 2010, so it's always great to come up here to Missouri Western. Entire city of St. Joe's, they just do an outstanding job every year hosting us. Um, so where our roster is right now, we've added 50 new players to the roster since the end of last season, active guys. Whether that be through reserve future signings, unrestricted free agents, draft, trades, waiver claims. Uh, so every, every year, every team is different. So I think Coach stresses, you know, coming up here and building that team camaraderie. Uh, especially for the new guys to get acclimated to the way we practice, the way we, uh, you know, our culture. Um, and that's also an important time for our personnel department. So we're out here every day watching practice. Uh, after practice, we're, you know, in there watching tape multiple times to really hone in on different position groups and players. At night, we're meeting with the coaches uh, to get their input and their rankings on the, on the players. You know, how are they doing in the meeting rooms? How are they picking up the playbook? Are the new guys getting acclimated to our culture? Um, and so then once this weekend starts, really, we begin the process of evaluating the other 31 rosters in the league. So that's an important time for us. So it's not just the, you know, 14 wide receivers that we have in camp here. It's the 400 league wide that we're going to get our eyes on. Um, so it's a lot of work. Our pro department does a great job, headed up by Tim Terry um, and bringing up those players to, you know, Veach, myself, Mike Bradway, you know, to find value. We're never going to stop trying to add to this roster. Um, you know, when you get up to the training camp, the draft is over. There's a few different ways. It's through street free agency. You saw us sign Carlos Dunlap uh, last week. Um, and then through the waiver claim process that happens here after the cutdown day is a big time for us. And then you've also seen us make some small trades at, during the preseason, whether it's player for player or conditional picks. I think back in 2018, that's how we were able to acquire Tavarius Ward in a trade with Dallas for a player for player. So we're always looking for different ways to add players, to add competition to the group throughout training camp. Um, you know, it's just all part of the process here as we try to get down to the best 53 players, best 16-man practice squad as we head into week one. Um, excited about this weekend. Another great opportunity for these guys to come out and showcase what they can do and compete. And then, uh, you know, great opportunity for us to 
kind of evaluate them in game-like conditions now. So a lot of traits we look for through the draft. Um, and, and it sounds simple, but do they love football? Do they love the process? Do they love the grind? And you see these rookies pushing through practice. I, I don't know if we've had a rookie miss practice yet. Um, you know, they just, they love the game. They love meeting. They want to get better. They're constantly doing that. So when we're going through that evaluation phase during the draft and our college guys do a great job of really vetting their personal character and their football character, you know, it's, do they love the game? You know, are they smart? Are they tough? Are they dependable? Are they going to be good in the community? So those are the things we've really tried to emphasize, emphasize over the last couple of years. So I've been fortunate enough to, to learn from some great people in this business and spend the three general managers that I've worked under. Uh, Scott hired me here in 2009. Um, you know, I was able to learn from him, you know, the New England scale and how they evaluated players and their philosophy that he had with Coach Belichick. And then John comes in here and it's a whole different, whole different ball game, whole different way of evaluating guys, different grade scale, different philosophy, different meeting process. Um, and that's, that was deeply rooted in Ron Wolf's. Uh, so they had two, so two organizations that had a lot of success. And then, you know, with Veach, um, you know, he's put his own spin on things. And every GM, every leader is different um, in their philosophies. And, uh, you know, I have a special relationship with Veach because we worked, you know, with each other for so long before he became general manager. So, you know, I would say the one thing I've, I've learned from Veach is, you know, his ability to connect with everybody in the organization, uh, collaboration, you know, from Clark to Andy to Mark uh, to myself to Rick to Ted. And, you know, just being in that environment um, and just everybody pulling in the right direction, I think has been a real key to our success. Um, I do see it, yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have the job that I have here now. So it's you want to stay focused on the job at hand. I do have aspirations to become a general manager one day. Um, and I think when the time is right, it'll, it'll, it'll come. Yeah, I, I'd say that the competition here has been great in every position group. So there's going to be some players here that we're going to have to move on from just, just numbers-wise that uh, and they're going to be playing for some other teams. So, you know, I, I credit to the, you know, the whole personnel department uh, for, for really getting the competition in here high. So when you're, when you're drafting that late, you're looking for, for traits, and I think they all had those kind of traits. Um, you know, Watson's a bigger corner. You know, Isaiah's a bigger back that could run. Uh, even Nazi is a guy that ran a 4-3-5 coming out. So they have these traits. And then when you're looking for those traits, okay, w w what's the characteristics that's going to make them work? And they, and they all kind of had that. They, they were all, you know, trying to get better every year in college. And we've seen some of them at all-star games that got better through the week. Uh, so we did have high hopes for them coming in, but you don't know until, until they get on the field. All right, great stuff there from Mike Borgonzi, who should be a future general manager in the NFL, has been a key part of what Brett Veach and, and his staff has done. And, and Mike was even here before Brett had arrived. And so Borgonzi's had a chance to work for a lot of different GMs, a lot of different systems and, and ways that people do things, even before Andy Reid arrived in Kansas City. So highly uh, respect what Mike Borgonzi has done in our uh, interactions together years ago. But um, good stuff there from Mike and another guy that had a chance to be around a little bit. Who's back in Kansas city, uh, his former Chicago bears head coach. And, um, now with the chiefs again and Matt Nagy, who had a chance to catch up with the media and talk about obviously being back in Kansas city and his opportunity here now. Yeah, no, it's very welcoming. It's, uh, it doesn't surprise me. They're, uh, they're very passionate. They love their football. We had, we had some great, great times here, great experiences. The last four years here of me not being here and what uh, Coach Reed, Veach, Patrick, and, and, and EB and the rest of this crew have done is nothing short of amazing. And, but I think, um, you know, we had a lot of good times up to that point, and now, now I'm back, and 
I just I appreciate that, and uh, it means it means a lot to me. Sure. No, I think okay. it's it's real life experiences. I, I'll say this right now, you know, Pat, I, I wouldn't change anything um, of of you know those four years experiences. Um, I change a lot of what happened is wishing we won more and could have done more. Um, but I learned a lot, and that part I wouldn't I wouldn't change. Um, I think I got to be able to to be able to self reflect on where I went wrong and how I could have been better. But I built a ton of great relationships with a lot of great people, um, starting with Mrs. McCaskey, with George McCaskey, Ted Phillips, Ryan Pace, um, and so many great players and coaches. Um, we, we did, you know, those will last, last forever. Those aren't going to leave, you know, four years is gone, but it didn't end how we wanted it to. And there was disappointment, there was discouragement, but in all that said, you know, uh, I know I'm not defeated. I know those, those other players, coaches, and people aren't defeated. And so you just got to be better from it. Like well, I had plenty of time to do it once uh, once I got fired. Uh, you have some time and there's the grieving process. I think that's normal, but you have to use that to be better. And, you know, however that is. But when you have a circle of friends of people that are that can help you out through that process, it makes it a lot easier. So it, it's a part of it, man. This is the next journey for me, the next chapter. And, um, you know, we're going to we're going to move on with that. Yeah, it, it, I'll tell you what. It is so neat to see his growth of where he's at and what he's done. Um, so number one, he's been through four years of a lot of, lot of wins, a lot of, you know, whether it's the Pro Bowl, uh, you know, Super Bowl, that Super Bowl MVP, four Pro Bowls, et cetera, a lot of wins. When, I, when you walk into that room for the first time and you see him in a meeting room and he's sitting there having four different conversations, three of them are football, one's off to the side on something else, you see his growth, his leadership. When he's out here on the football field, it's just wild to see what type of leader he is. He's rare. And, you know, in that time that I had a couple months after I got fired, I was able to read a book called Relentless. And it talks about, you know, being great leaders and being being somebody that can just uh, be great in the moment. And and he has so much confidence. And when he walks in the room, results occur because of that confidence every day in practice. That's rare. You don't come across that very much. And he makes me a better coach because of that. He makes his teammates better players. And it's just special. So number one, what I have to do, it's my professional job to make sure I step back and make sure it's about we and not me. I mean that when I say that. But that's hard sometimes. And so when you get there, I'm so used to being in the, on the home side, right? Home, on the home sideline, in the home locker room coming out. It's different. I don't know how I'll feel when I get out there. But um, I'm here for this team and these guys, and I built great relationships with those pe- with, with everyone there. And but it's the preseason too, so we're gonna go out there and have some fun. Yeah. So the quarterback has a lot of flexibility with the toolbox that we have, um, and for him, this is a little bit new and different for him this year because he's got new wide receivers. And so I think it's pretty cool to see him walk through the process of what he sees. So when we're in meetings, sometimes. Uh, you know, coach does his deal and he's, he's, he runs the meetings, he goes through everything, but then there's also a side where he lets Patrick go through and see it from the wide receivers, see it from Patrick's view. And that's, that's awesome because the wide, I'll see that they connect and Patrick's really, really good at communicating sometimes, Hey, you didn't run the, the right route, but here's how you should run it. But he does it without hurting their feelings. Again, a rare trait that he has, and, and it's just neat to be a part of. No, without a doubt it is. The roles are a little bit different, obviously, with EB and myself. But when you when you understand, like, again, what these guys have done together when I've been removed for four years is, is rare. It's awesome. Um, Coach Reed has a culture and the way he does things, and we all follow. EB has, has been amazing at what he's done at his, at his job. It's, it's neat to see. He's grown a lot, and he's helped me out. So now we're a team. We work together. 
we help each other out. There's zero egos. And it's, it is kind of like riding a bicycle, but at the same point in time, man, we're all in this for one reason, zero egos, and we're here to win. That's it. And so that ma- it makes it easy when you're here for that. Obviously would have loved to have seen Matt Nagy have more success in Chicago is just somebody who's been around him a little bit. Uh, great dude, uh, knows the game of football, very, very passionate. But the fact that he's back in Kansas City, you can't help be excited if you're a Chiefs fan. Um, this is a very good thing for the Chiefs offense, Patrick Mahomes and all those guys. Uh, it's only going to add even more with Eric Bieniemy and all those guys in the same room. It's it's a great thing. And those guys get along. They know each other. They've known each other a very long time. Uh, and that's going to be a great thing. But another guy who's known these coaches a very long time is Dave Tobe, the Chiefs assistant head coach and special teams coordinator. Had a chance to catch up with the media as well. And here's what Tobe had to say on Tuesday after practice. No, I just I wanted to surprise him. I saw him standing there like he was hanging out. He's always hanging out at the field goal drill. So I, I just wanted to surprise him, see if it threw him in there, see how he would handle it. I don't I don't think we found our backup kicker yet. But we're gonna we're gonna continue, you know, because he's got a good leg. We're gonna keep working it and see what he can do there. Getting a little bit more practice before we just throw him in. Yeah, I want to see all the rookies. I want to see you know guys like Cook. I want to see him cover. Uh, you know, Anderson unfortunately got hurt today, uh, but. Um, other other safeties I want to see, you know, the I also want to see Watson, you know, uh, I want to see uh, uh, Justin Watson, the wide receiver. I want to see Jalen Watson, uh, you know, the, the corners, um, uh, Nazi Johnson. I mean, those, all those guys, every one of those defensive guys, uh, we got to sort that thing out. We got to see who's going to be a player for us and who can help us on teams. And, you know, this Bears game is going to be real important for all those guys. You know, I can't mention them all right now, but every one of them, it's, it's real important. He's going to be the – yeah, he's going to be – we're going to we're going to start him off. Like I said last time, we're going to give him every chance to be that guy. I mean, I just think he's got all the attributes, you know, to be a good, a good kick returner, and he's, and he's gotten better and better at practice, and he's doing little things better, and he's catching the ball great. You know, and you now we've got to see what happens with live bullets. When guys are coming down there to take your head off, it's a little bit different, so – We'll see how he handles it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if Hardman's getting a lot of reps on offense, you know, we we don't want him to, to run a punt returner and then have to take him out for the first down of offensive play. I mean, that's really what happens. And, you know, and now you're handicapping your offense, you know, because he just got done running a punt return. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, we're, we're hoping that he can he can be a guy. We're also – we got McDuffie now too. McDuffie's a guy. He's, he's probably, out of all the guys, of the new players, of the new guy, he's probably the best catcher. I'd call him the best punt catcher right now, the way we see it in, in camp. You know, but you know, it all everything changes when you have live bullets. So you gotta see how they handle it. They have to have they have to have uh, toughness. Uh, they have to be smart. It can't be a guy that's gonna block somebody in the back an important return. And, uh, they have to be uh, aggressive. They have to have great speed, uh, toughness, great balance. You know, to to block, willingness to block. I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, Offensive players that aren't necessarily, they don't want to stick their head in there. And, you know, I'm talking about the wide receivers who want to get in there and, and do the tough, dirty work. Same thing goes with DB. So we got to find out about those guys. I mean, that's, you know, you can't really resemble that. You can't get that in these, these practices. That's it for today's KCSN update. Appreciate you for watching and listening. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and leave a comment or a review if you're listening to the podcast. We appreciate your support. And us trying something new here at KC Sports Network. Uh, we know there's a lot of places that you can go to get great Chiefs news and updates, and we appreciate you supporting us here. Again, please hit that like and subscribe button so we know we're doing something right. Until next time, everyone, please be kind to one another. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. 
But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.